We just got back from seeing a baby saved from abortion, and now we're debriefing. Join us. We are created equal, and this is The Debrief. Hey, y'all. I'm Lexi. Hey, and it's Seth Dreyer, and today, like we teased last week or last time, we have a real treat, another conversation about a baby who was rescued. Now, all of our listeners know that Create Equal has various kinds of outreach, and one of the outreach efforts is sidewalk counseling, which is something, Lexi, you do a lot. Our team members, our interns all summer long are doing this. We're out on the streets outside the abortion facilities seeing what people need and trying to help them realize that abortion is never the solution. Yes, and so today we have joining us Maya. She's a summer intern with us this year. Um, Thank you, Maya, for joining us. Yeah, of course. So like Seth said yesterday, we were outside Planned Parenthood, um, and Maya had the opportunity to speak to a woman who was going in to have an abortion, um, and she chose life for her baby. And so we'll get into the story of that um, in a few minutes. But first I wanted to ask Maya, um, how did you start sidewalk counseling? So... My entire life, I would have said I was pro-life. I was raised in a nominally Christian home. But summer of 2020, I really got serious about my Christian walk. I really read God's word. And I was, of course, pro-life. But I would drive past an abortion facility by my house. And I would see people outside with signs protesting. And something in the back of my head was like, I should just go out there sometime and stand with them. I didn't know what I was doing. I've never met anyone who did that kind of thing. But I thought I should do it. So one day, I eventually went out there. And I was told about Planned Parenthood, which was when I went there for the first time, I met Evangeline from Created Equal, and she told me all about the justice ride. And I kind of shadowed her while she sidewalk counseled, and I just continued to go out. And while you said that, just for anyone listening to this, Maya, who might be thinking, hey, like you, I want to get involved, the justice ride, you can find more information at justiceride.org about that, how we train students to do the very thing you're doing right now, creating conversation and trying to rescue babies from abortion. But that's huge what you just said there. You basically saw this happening, and you went and stopped and started joining us. That's uh, joining the effort outside the abortion facility. That's pretty remarkable. Mm -hmm. Really awesome. I love uh, hearing your story about that. Um, But I wanted to kind of give the listeners a sneak peek in what we do while we're sidewalk counseling. So we have a short clip of what it looks like, what it sounds like, I guess, um, whenever we're out talking to people who are going inside the abortion facility. Yeah, and so that's a clip of one of our other summer interns talking outside of an abortion facility. Um, but that's basically what we do. We call out to the women um, as they are leaving their cars and walking into the facility um, and let them know the help that is there for them. Um, and so that's what Maya did yesterday. Um, so Maya, kind of give us an overview of um, the conversation you were having with the mother who was contemplating abortion and how did that all go down? I was in the back alley by this abortion facility. I had the vest on, and I saw a young woman with another young woman in her car next to her pulling in. So I assumed, of course, they were going to Planned Parenthood. So I kind of stopped her. They rolled down their window, and I was like, hi, are you here for Planned Parenthood? And she said yes. And I was like, I'm just going to – I said something I never really said before. I said, I'm just going to have you, kind of authoritatively, I'm going to have you go over to this women's care center over here. They have free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds, free counseling – I hadn't really done something like that before. And she was like, oh, I'm just here for my procedure. And I was like, well, this place isn't safe for you. Again, right next door, they can help you with anything you may need. And she was like, 
well, why isn't it safe for me? And I said, I referred to something my friend had, my, another intern had brought up that this place had a botched abortion before. And the lady next to her said, well, I was raped a few years ago and when I came here for my abortion, it was safe. So th- the lady just seemed kind of confused of why I was stopping them. So she said something really weird. She said, do you think I should pray about it? And me knowing this woman was probably not a Christian, I wasn't just going to have her to go pray for something. And then she just might think she, if she gets certain feeling that that's yeah. the thing she should do. So I said, well, ma'am, abortion is wrong. The Bible says that God hates hands that shed innocent blood and that murder is wrong. And at that moment, she seemed to soften. She seemed to tear up a bit. I said, right next door, they'll refund you for any money put down that you have given to them. And she just teared up and was like, wow, I was really about to get this procedure. I gave her the information. I said, do you want me to walk over there with you? She said, no. Um, They ended up pulling back out and driving down the road and I didn't see them again. So that was, to me, she definitely seemed very convicted. She She was crying and just seemed extremely grateful. Yeah, that's so awesome. Thank you, Maya, for doing that. You, it was really good how you were speaking to her, um, just telling her go over to the um, Pregnancy Resource Center because then you have the opportunity to get to them before the escorts right, even yeah, could. Because exactly. a lot of the times the escorts like to mock us and laugh and talk over us or play music over us or put their umbrella in our faces or <laughs> the list goes on and on. But they try to do whatever they can, you know, to shut us down um, and to stop the women from hearing the resources that are available. Um, but Maya did not let that stop her from talking and reaching out to this woman going inside um so Maya I want to know that's an amazing story and I know I'm sure yesterday you were on a really big high and I'm sure right Mm -hmm. now you still are but what's the difference in how you feel now sidewalk counseling versus how you felt a few months ago when you first started yeah so when I first started I had literally no experience whatsoever I had little to no knowledge of what abortion was even or how to speak to people about it Most recently, I've grown so much and learned so much of how to talk to people in a gracious way, in a way that not only conveys truth, but also love. Um, But at the beginning, I really just had to jump out and get into it and just watch other people. That was a big thing, watching other people. And I looked at Created Equals website, their sidewalk counseling training they had. And in the car, I would practice like the things I would say. Like I just be like, hi, I'm Maya in my car, just trying to practice. Yeah, that's awesome. Anyone who wants to find that too, it's still online, just like you did. They mm-hmm. can go to createdequal.org, look for sidewalk counseling training mm-hmm. on there. It's, it's available for them. So, but yeah, now I feel much more confident when I go out there. Now I have to avoid, I guess before I would go out and have more passion about it, I have to avoid getting, um, what's the word, just used to it kind of getting mm-hmm. used to yeah the hard what it is what we're doing out there yeah not not like hard-hearted towards it but you kind of can get numb I yeah. guess maybe towards what's actually taking place yeah, yeah desensitize that's a good word I completely can um, relate to that as well right so because they're like they're, yesterday was a, a high right mm-hmm. so baby was re- we had two babies rescued from abortion mm-hmm. yesterday by God's grace that is a great day a high mm-hmm. day but not all days are like that mm-hmm. so look at your story Maya someone listening might think oh man is that what it's like every day I want to go out in there and see all these babies saved too yeah they're going to learn pretty quickly. There's highs and lows. I think that's kind of where we want to go with this. Now, how do we deal with that? And mm-hmm. I'm curious for you, and I think Lexi was getting to this point. Like, so how do you understand? So this was a great moment. Not all moments will be like this. So what do you, how are you processing this? Yeah, so it, it, it takes a minute to hit me too because you don't really see the reality of what's happening behind those walls. So to think of, oh, wait, this baby actually was saved. That's something that kind of has to sink in. But mm-hmm. Um, on a normal day-to-day basis, we talk a lot about it's about being faithful, not always being successful. 
So definitely just reminding myself that I'm remaining faithful to God in this. I am doing, I am trying to expose the truth and God can deal with the rest of it. Um, He's sovereign over that. Yeah. And I I just want to know, like, what are some of the things that you say while you're sidewalk counseling? And we know what you said whenever you stopped the woman yesterday, but what are some of the key things that you tell the women? So usually you want to be really gentle with them. Um, Hi, my name is Maya. I'm Sometimes I may mention how old I am, but because we have such a small amount of time, I'll say right next door they have um, wherever, the, you know, wherever your women's help center is. I'll say they have do, do they do free ultrasounds, free pregnancy tests, free counseling. They can get you in contact with anything you may need. There are people who are willing to adopt your baby, take care of you and the baby well after the baby is born. Depending on how much time I have, I might be go into kind of the development, like at three weeks, there's already a beating heart at six weeks, brain waves can be measured in the baby response to touch at eight weeks, all the organ systems are present, things like that. And then that kind of gets them into the conversation. Hopefully they'll come over and talk to you and um, take the information that you're offering them so you can have a longer conversation. That's really what we're aiming for when we're talking to them as they're walking inside, we're wanting them to come back over to us so we can um, try to talk to them and figure out what situation they are in exactly and how we could best help them out of that situation that doesn't involve killing their children um, or killing their child. So Seth, what is something like you've been sidewalk counseling longer than I have. How is like hearing somebody else see a baby save mm. um, take part of that? How does that make you feel um, kind of, you know, you, you just get to hear the stories of these two babies that were saved, but how does it make you feel? Well, it's interesting because so for years before I um, saw God rescue a baby while I was sidewalk counseling for the first time, for a long time I went out and I was praying on the sidewalk, not counseling. And so I've, um, for a long, and I did see many saves in those days either when I was a long time ago, not counseling. And so I know just what it's like to sit and wait and wonder, when will I see this wonderful thing happen? Um, So for me, seeing, hearing Maya's story now, I think it's so exciting that only after counseling for maybe what, like, half a year right yeah. you already saw this this really cool thing happen mm-hmm. i think the danger may be for anyone who's listening thinking like okay I, if i just put six months and i will see that too so what my i love what you said a moment ago about being faithful mm-hmm. in spite of the results because i know that we can become so almost dependent on that great result even the same with you know our general outreach you can get yeah. tired if you're not seeing minds change okay i'm going to give up right you have to stay the course but you know as um one of the leaders of this internship seeing maya and um last time audrey with these stories i'm just mm-hmm stoked. I'm really excited <laughs> to see what is happening and see how God is using these new recruits to s- bring actual change. For sure. And God can use anybody. And um, he especially used Maya yesterday, which was super awesome. To Amen. See. Um, but Maya, I know you have a few questions that you would like for us to cover. So what is the first one that you have for us? Yeah. So I had mentioned previously that while I was speaking to the woman yesterday, I said, this place isn't safe for you because they had a botched abortion here. I knew that because my, my, another intern had mentioned it just, um, maybe 30 minutes earlier in one of her, um, conversations while sidewalk counseling. I was just wondering how you find that information of what abortion facility, what, what problems have occurred there, like with botched abortions, how do you find that information? Yeah, well, thankfully, so this is one of the benefits. There have been groups that have done a lot of research. Operation Rescue is one of them, uh, the organization Operation Rescue. They have a website called abortiondocs.org. That's docs as in doctor, abortiondocs, D-O-C-S dot O-R-G. That website is very helpful. You can, anyone across the country can go on the website, type in your, uh, your zip code, and find out if there are abortion facilities there, 
who the individuals are who are doing the killing, and also more importantly, what, or not more importantly, but equally important, what history is there? So yeah, you knew about, and we, our organization knows in our city, the abortionists and what they've done. We know their history. Some abortionists have like, um, or who aren't practicing anymore, who were, who were killing as of a couple years ago, had like um, incidents of sexual violence in their past, things that you should know. These are men who are um, doing intimate procedures that kill babies and are very private procedures on women who um, also have some of them shady history that mm -hmm. we should know this. Because if you're a woman going least. in there, <laughs> yeah, you should know this, right? And this is so interesting because escorts, again, these individuals don't want women to know this. Why? So they, I mean, it's a rhetorical question, right? It's obvious. Yeah. You don't want women to know that in that building are people who have bad past. So anyhow, abortiondocs.org, that's how we know that. Um, mm -hmm. Anyone on, on online can go get that information too and bring this with you to the facility and say, look yeah. what has happened. Not just the abortionists, but maybe sometimes the facilities themselves have records of, um, of not meeting safe codes, health codes. Now we all know they're killing babies inside. It's not safe inside, but also a woman yeah. going in there, if she knows that this facility has a history of bad record keeping, dirty things inside, that might change her mind too. That's a really easy website also to go through, which I really appreciate. Uh, it's not really hard to um, get the information that you're wanting. And Lexi, uh, you know, you've been in multiple states doing sidewalk counseling, so maybe you've seen the benefit of seeing not only in our hometown, but also across the country, how this resource is helpful, right? For sure. And also, I've seen a lot of people come up and talk to me whenever I tell them all these things like, oh, this is not a safe place for you, that there are people dying inside. Um in tons of conversations I've had from people um, just saying those things. They'll come over and be like, what are you talking about? And they want to know more information on it, mm -hmm. um, even at, at this one in Columbus, but also ones across the country. Um, Maya, so I know that there's something else you really wanted to hit on. Yeah, so both of you are have done sidewalk counseling much longer than I have. I just want to know how you personally deal with the highs and the lows that come along with it. Well, why don't, Lexi, you start because, um, you know, you've been more recently joining the uh, movement than me. So how do you um, deal with the highs and lows? Well, I think we've already kind of covered this. So I'll briefly cover it again, but we just need to be faithful to the call. We need to be going out to stand up for the preborn um, in the best way we know how. You know, we want to be the most effective, but there are going to be days, there are going to be months that we don't see babies saved. Um, but that's not our job. Our job is just to be there for the preborn um, and stand up for the truth, stand up for um, what is right. Um, and also knowing that, these babies shouldn't be dying alone. Mm. Like if we're not out there to stand up for them, then nobody else will be. Mm -hmm. And right. those babies will be slaughtered one by one with nobody standing up for them and nobody in the community knowing what's taking place behind Planned Parenthood's doors or any other abortion facilities. We have to be out there and we have to continue to do so even whenever we don't feel like it, even whenever we feel defeated um, because it's the right thing to do. And because if we don't, the preborn will be left alone. Mm -hmm. they, they can't mm -hmm. defend themselves. We need to be the ones to defend them. Truly forgotten. That's right. Yeah. I think it's super important. Um, and that motivates me too, because so yesterday we know that two babies were rescued, but more babies still died. Yeah. So I, I think it's beautiful. Like I remember um, the dream I had years ago to hold a baby that we had rescued from ab abortion. That was my big dream. Our staff has seen that happen. It is a beautiful moment to hold this baby, look at the fingers and toes and know this person would be dead if God had not used you in this really cool way. And that's still powerful. But I also think yesterday, Maya and Audrey standing on the street, seeing these babies rescued, there were more who died. And I, I know that you two agree with me that God does not make human souls to have them just go 
out of existence when, when we die, right? Yeah. Our soul lives on. We wait for the resurrection someday when our bodies will be raised again. But in the meantime, our souls go to be with the Lord. And so I think about those babies who, um, who died yesterday. They're with the Lord now, and I think that if we believe in Jesus, I know if we believe in Jesus, we'll be in heaven someday, and we're going to meet them. And so I think of like Maya meeting a baby yesterday that she did not rescue. Now, as she looks that person in the face in eternity, I think that this, this weighs on me a lot. I think, what will she tell that person? She, um, the many people in our city who did nothing, who they could look that baby in the face and say, you know what, I, ju- I just didn't care enough. Or maybe I knew what to do, but I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to be uncomfortable spending hours in the street. But Maya can look that person in the face and say, you know what, I failed, but I tried. I did all I could do. And any of our listeners, I hope you will, I know you should not misunderstand me. I'm not saying Maya's effort of trying to save babies will win her salvation. Yeah, We're yeah, very clear that you are not. saved by faith in yes. Christ, right? But still, when we meet them, there are still ramifications, consequences to how we live. And so I want to look those babies in the face, the ones we failed to save, and say, you know what? I did what I could. You were not forgotten by me. And more importantly, we all know you're not forgotten by the Lord. So I think that that's what weighs on me when I go out to sidewalk council. I know it's a low day. I think at least I know I was faithful to God, and I know that when I meet those babies I failed to rescue, I will not be one saying, I just didn't care, because I did try. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, this 20 minutes went by so light. Sure did. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, how is it already over? But thank you so much, Maya, again, for the work you're doing, and I hope to have you back on the podcast sometime, yeah. maybe even a year from now, and um, get to yeah. hear more stories of more babies that have been saved. Amen, amen. And to those who have been listening, you know the drill. Not only um, to the normal drill, but go online to our website. Find out how to be a sidewalk counselor yourself. We have training like Maya said on there. But in the meantime, please subscribe. Leave us if you like what you're hearing. Leave a five-star review. And also you can find us on our social media or just go to createdequal.org. Thank you so much for joining us. We are Created Equal, and this has been The Debrief.